0: gets alabama i call it the village because michael uh the population has dwindled over the last 50 years so anybody taking the helms uh, uh, uh of this village got a job ahead of them and and it's not just a little job and i don't really know how much of a job it is uh, because we don't know the actual facts and figures. We've had two mayors in the last 40 years. Both of them are realtors at at, at one point or another. So, you know, buying property and selling property. But anyway, uh, I'm glad to have you here in the studio with me today. Yeah. And, and his sidekick is here with him, a Californian. And uh, we're going to ask some... Uh, 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 thank you for being here. We're going to ask some questions that are germane, too, what you're going to do, I see your signs say, make Gadsden grow again. And, and and that fits right in with the loss of population for 50 years. So how do we grow Gadsden? And maybe it's not a grow Gadsden to a four or 500,000 population, but grow Gadsden to being a better quality of life village and having jobs that are, are, are good-paying jobs and have schools that are, are graduating Graduates that can compete with anybody in the world because we are a world economy and, 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 and you can get something said here in guest and it can be in Hong Kong in 32 seconds. So we have got to look beyond this village. This cannot continue to be the bubba village. It has to be a village where people are included we have creative tension for the best ideas, and we move forward with some explorations that improve, and that you're going to make Well, Yes, sir. Welcome, sir.
1: Well, let, let's just talk about the population numbers.
0: Are we on here? Now we're on. There we go.
1: Uh, thank you, Mr. Zachary. I, I, everybody that's heard me speak, I feel like a wind-up doll. I'm Michael Shell. I want to be your mayor. When I was born in 1961, Gadsden had 55,000 people. Now we've got less than 35,000. Everybody I've spoke to, everybody that's watched my videos, knows what I just said because I've said this thousands, not hundreds, but thousands of times. And it's factual numbers. 55,000 people when I was born. Now we've got 35,000. So in reality... We've got to grow by basically 5,000 families, husband, wife, two kids, and, and I know every household is not made up that, but we're just simple math. Mm-hmm. We've got to grow by 5,000 households just to get back to where we were when I was born. That's not getting ahead. That's just getting back to where we were in 1961. That's how far behind we are. Now, you, not, you would never hear this by any of the professional politicians that are in Gadsden, the mayor and the council, or anybody else in the in the government, they tell tell you we're doing great. Well, six blocks of Broad Street is doing great, but you cross the Coosa River on the old bridge there. Look at East Broad; there's a lot of difference. That's probably the best picture of Gadsden I can think of. How Gadsden isolates certain things they want to do, but they neglect the city as a whole.
0: Well, and that that's been the problem for a number of years. But I can remember East Broad, Hoke Street. Uh, in Alabama City, Wall Street, all of those were a, a growth affected economies. Uh, th- different people owning different things. Uh, Sixth Street, all of those places had viable businesses. Downtown Gatston, uh was totally different than it is now. And I, I don't think that we should expect things to stay exactly the same. But when you plan, when you plan without planning. When you build without planning, when you anticipate without planning, you get mixed results and the results that have come out of this are results that do not indicate growth, do not indicate stability, do not indicate a sustainable budget and revenue for the um for the city because we are still dependent upon occupational fees to to, to buttress the 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 budget, and we can, and, and and that has not been a good thought process any time. And then if you ride around the city as I did yesterday, and you got ditches all over the place, Michael, where you have uh uh I was in a uh, um documentary about a month ago, and we rolled around and we counted in excess of a hundred open ditches. When we quit counting and so that's an indication of a lack of development but there were no open ditches in, in in country club in rainbow uh rainbow drive down in that area there's no open ditches down there open ditches are over here off of uh west megan for the folks over there in alabama city and uh, green pastures and East Gaston and other parts, and I'm not saying that this is a racial thing. It's just an economic thing, where the city does not pay attention to the entire community. And 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 that issue over there in Green Pastures with the water running off of the um, landfill, it, it, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And so, the next mayor will have his or her hands full. With trying to, as you said, bringing it back to some kind of parity, some kind of balance, bringing it up will will be extremely difficult because the foundational references are not there. Yes, Mainly sir. a strategic plan to do whatever it is that you're going to do. Yes, sir. Well,
1: growth is good. You know, we we were on with you, I believe, last week. I heard yeah. you talk about this this ditch thing. I believe yesterday on your program. Yes, and I, and I was sitting there saying amen, you know, because everybody in Gadsden understands. It. It's a, I guess you could say ass on the radio, it's a pain yeah. in the ass to, uh, to d- mow these ditches. You know, when, when you just try to weed eat or get a more, if everything had a pipe with a drain, it would make the yards better, more accessible, everything about it. It's unsightly at the very minimum. But it's unsafe. I mean, how many cars run off in a ditch in, in different you know just trying to back up out of a driveway? So yeah. safety is a big concern, just practical. So being a truck driver as I am, uh, that is a big concern, and, and it's just been neglected. Now let, let's back up. The city of Gadsden budget is 53 million dollars a year, maybe more with, that's with some of the
0: there's a general budget with an additional 21 million. Uh, to be added to that. So we're talking about five million million.
1: And we can't get trash picked up. We can't get roads fixed. We can't get drainage done. That tells you a lot about a city. When you can't do three basic things, getting trash picked up, and I'm not talking about your garbage can as much as I am when you cut down a tree or you clean out the house and you put stuff on the side of the road, and it's there two or three weeks. With Michael Shell Mayor, that will be different. You may see me driving the the trash truck to pick it up if they need additional help, because I care. We cannot make Gadsden clean again until we have a city government that shares that view. I'm telling you, as your mayor, that I'm saying it plainly, specifically, articulately. Not only we're going to make Gadsden grow again, we're going to make Gadsden clean again. By making Gadsden clean, that will contribute to our growth well cleanliness
0: is next to godliness but uh, uh let me say this um i know of no other city that i've been in and i've lived a few places where an ordinance created so that you could put trash in the um debris in the gutters and clog the gutters up and somebody come by and dip it up and dig a big hole in, in your yeah. community and it it fills up with water and, and in the right season mosquitoes swarm from it yes yeah, it, it 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 takes thinking beyond your nose in order to and i'm not talking about being a harvard educated Yale educated genius i'm talking about just being thoughtful, and, and having a creative thinking approach. It it When we find ourselves in the midst of thoughtlessness, then we end up with Gaston. Yes, sir. All common
1: sense is something that is a scarce commodity in our city government. Now, I'm not criticizing all the city employees. Do not misunderstand. We've got many good city employees. We've got many managers and higher-up people that... Are less than good. That's the most modest way I can think of saying it. We, we've just got to turn our city around, and it starts with a mayor and it filters down. We've got many good citizens just like yourself in Gadsden. It's time to
0: have a good government that reflects our citizens, an open, honest government. Well, and, and I totally agree with that. And, and, and see, the management, um, for the most part, does not live in Gadsden. So you have more appreciation for the place where you live if you're doing more than collecting a check from it. Yes, sir. So, and a good check for the managers. We need to have a sit-down with all of the folks from every area, from every corner of this place, to come together on that bridge over there that's collapsing and falling down. I'm scared every time I drive <laughs> across it. Um, to make a difference, to have a, a diversity of ideas, to have... A diversity of, uh, of of creative thinking and creative uh, uh, um, creative competition and all kinds of things and cooperative competition to make this work. We cannot have one park where we spend three million dollars on, and then a park called Hughley Park or Adams Park where you can't even find electricity in. Yes, yeah, sir. You know, so uh, the show things have to stop. We should be able to show off. This is my opinion in all of Gaston. So I'm asking you, how do you feel about this? Oh, I love that. I, I think we started out talking about the six blocks on Broad
1: Street yeah. there that I don't know how many millions. I mean, it might have been 10, 20, 30 million they've spent on that over the last 20 years, developing Broad Street, the six blocks or so, downtown Gaston. Six blocks. Our, our city is comprised far more than six blocks. And, and that's been the problem. Uh, I, I want to go back to something you just said there about employees. Half of our police officers and firefighters half do not reside in the city of Gadsden. It's probably the same with every other employee in Gadsden, and clearly the managers. Half of the managers at least do not live in Gadsden. Every new hire with Michael Shell Mayor will live in Gadsden within our city limits. Maybe they do not now. They will have. Oh, let's give them ninety days to relocate if they if we give you know hire somebody that does not live in gas they've got 90 days to relocate
0: in Gadsden and and, and uh, let's talk about you mentioned the fire and the police we're training the fire and the police training them for other municipalities because when they get through and, and they get the necessary requirements, they move on to Oxford to uh, Aniston even to smaller places than that because the the income is so much better and, and, and you can't calculate a car you get to drive home every once in a while as a part of your income because it's not a pork chop will not be purchased for a car inside the supermarket so you gotta give people the ability to raise their family through through that income and, and we're talking about dangerous jobs. Police and firemen work dangerous jobs. So yes, sir. uh the and, and, and Michael, the fire department is still under a consent, a federal consent decree close to fifty years old. So what would you do to bring us out of that order from the court, which says that we are in, in we have not obeyed the court order for almost fifty years?
1: We've got to uh, revamp, I, I mean, you know, I, my 10-point plan, I'm not hyping, I am just mean, I started with 10 points. In reality, there's probably a 1,000 problems in our city, 1,000 points. Let's make it 500, 750, but there's so many problems. The attitude is the big thing that's going to change with Michael Shell Mayor. First off, I care about everybody. I care about everybody, whether whether you get a welfare check or you got a business making five million dollars a year. Everybody that's a citizen of Gadsden is just that—a citizen. We care about people. We want everybody doing better. Maybe somebody's listening right now. They're struggling. Many people are. We want you to struggle forward, not backwards. Everybody struggles at some level. Now, the police and firefighters, specifically the firefighters, if. Why would we spend all the time, energy, and effort to train firefighters and let them leave? That, that's, that's, it's not run like a business to start with. City government that's run like a business is going to be different than the way it is now and the way we've had. We want to keep our good people. Uh, we basically, yes, I agree with what you're saying. We've been a training source for every fire department and even police departments to some degree um, around our, the other cities, surrounding us, even counties. That's got to change.
0: Well, and, and, and if we look at some of the built-in inequities in, in, in city government, one thing, city government, the managerial staff, and I call it 26-0 and 0 and have been doing that for you, do not have any kind of diversity. If you are in a business, and let's say it's the horse business, you don't hire folk who don't only know how to ride white horses, you know, or brown horses. You hire folk who know how to ride horses, and so that cuts out that 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 it mitigates the strategy that you're going to build on likeness it, it It has nothing to do with whether you're better or you're not as good, but it has to do with the diversity of thought yes, the sir. diversity of uh, you know experience experience and 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 uh, enhances the quality of folks who have who why would you put a person over the travel bureau who has not traveled and so it 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 becomes necessary to look at a lot of things the the longevity pay longevity for what yes would you would you say that we need long or do not need longevity pay in today's society
1: let me just make this very simple. We're, I don't know about that specifically. Probably not. I, I'm just. I lean that way. Probably ninety percent. But but let's just say an employee of, um, oh, let's public works. Let's just use it as a simple example. An employee should be making forty to fifty thousand dollars a year as an employee. What whatever job. I mean, we're, we're going to be have pay at least minimum of fifteen dollars an hour for our city employees. The manager should make maybe ten thousand more than the highest-paid employee. Now, that ten thousand dollars is not even a big carrot for a lot of people because a lot of people do not want to be managers. But we've got managers that's making fifty percent more, or even a greater percentage sometimes than what some of our city employees are, and they're not doing a whole lot of work to help us. Uh, We could do better in every respect to personnel in Gadsden. Especially management. I'm not criticizing our city employees. We thank everybody for what they do. Uh, You know how some people can unload on you for anything. I've experienced that as a mayor candidate, you know, trying to tell me what I need to do, what I should have done. I shouldn't even run because I don't have a prayer to to win, all this kind of thing. You've got to deal with opposition and the critics. You don't have to go to any special class to be a critic. <laughs> you have to go to a class to learn how to be positive, like what Zig Ziglar taught us many years ago.
0: Well, one of the things that... Um, let's talk about that longevity pay for a second. It's yes, well sir. over a million dollars of the budget. And and certain people qualify after five years, after 10 years, after 15, after 20 years. The percentage goes up. So it also adds to the retirement pay so you 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 stay here 30 years longer than you should have been here because you've been retired on the job for 25 of those 30 years you end up with a huge uh, uh, um retirement income because that money has been lumped into your retirement yes sir we we can't afford as a as a village to to have uh, spouses on the insurance plan the way they are now, paying nothing and so forth so I, and I, if folk get on me for saying these things, but i 'm saying it because if we 're going to survive and thrive as a city, we have got to stop being the piggy bank for folk and 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 have people in there who really deserve the job and the the have the professional ability to move us forward. Yes, um, sir. It, I think we have a good fire chief, a good police chief, but we need good, good people across the board. And I'm sure you know this. Part-timers, most of the part-timers are minorities, make, uh, get 19 hours a week and a month layoff so that they don't qualify for any insurance or any perks at all, 19 hours a week. Well, I heard a lady tell me the other day, well, they're sorry for staying there uh, and only get 19 hours a week. That may be true, but we shouldn't be offering that as a city. You know, we, that that shouldn't even be something a person has to choose. And when you look at the complexion of that group, uh, it, it, it and I'm not saying that we have to pay every give everybody 40 hours a week part-time is part-time but, but 30
1: not 19 30 yeah, hours
0: would be part-time 19 is not part-time. 19 is almost not having a job you know yeah, yes, and picking up enough money to buy these days a carton of milk and a couple of loaves of bread we have got to come to terms with the reality that uh 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 telling a fireman that uh oh you're making good money you can work. Um, you can you can work a second job. You know that's not that's not something we right. we, we should tell our, our employees.
1: You're familiar with Aldi, the grocery store just yes. right across uh, Megan Boulevard mm-hmm. at the bottom of the bridge there, just slightly around the corner. That I, and I, everybody that all my people that I've talked to, everybody knows I've told this story so many times, but it's true. They run that entire grocery store with three to four people. Everybody does every job. I'm going to repeat that. Everybody, all the three or four employees do every job. They receive the truck, they mop the floors, they stock the shelves, they run the cashier, they clean the toilets. Every person in that store works together and does every job. That's how I envision our city government working. What's wrong with having office people that could drive a trash truck? What is wrong with having some of the trash truck people, when we don't have a lot of trash, being able to do office work? We, we need cross-training in many different areas of our city. We've got 650 people in our city government. We don't have a shortage of employees. We have a shortage of leadership and management.
0: Well, let's talk about the infrastructure. Uh, the, the There's $24 million that came in with the COVID money or whatever the acronyms yes, they sir. have for it. And that's a drop in the bucket for it. you. Just about can't pay Broad Street from 1st Street to 12th Street for $24 million these days. So uh, the emphasis is being, well, we're going to do some infrastructure work. How much infrastructure? Whatever you do is fine, but we need a, a bond issue here to Reconcile the collapse in infrastructure. You can't bring in too much more industry that, that requires a sewer and water and all the other kinds of things that industry requires in the current environment with our infrastructure. I looked uh, up a little while ago to start, it's going to cost between four and six hundred million dollars. That's a start. So we're looking at a whole bunch of money. Uh, where we have mud coming out of uh, fire hydrants, where we have um, uh, pipes that have lead in them, where we have um, a terracotta sewer—all of this here—and a- it has not been fixed. And 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 we have water that is uh, on the EPA's uh, danger list. We have got to. Uh, think about what it takes, and it's not going to be done in a year. If you're elected mayor, it's not going to be done in four years. It needs it's, to be a long-term it's plan. It's going to be a long-term plan. And
1: some of the candidates have talked about, you know, all kind of things with other cities. You know, we're going to work with other cities. We're going to, I'm going to work for the people of the city of Gadsden. We've got enough problems to deal with in our city. Every other mayor needs to deal with their city. Can we try to assist in modest ways to the other cities? Absolutely. But we need to focus on Gadsden and put Gadsden first for a change. Put the citizens first for a change. Drainage, you know, we we, we need to have a budget with, with our drainage pipes. You know, maybe we need to spend 2 or $3 million a year for 10 years. Well, we, we've got to put that into a budget. We've got to prioritize getting all these drainage pipes done and everything else, and then pave our roads. What good is it to go through and pave a road when we've got to go dig it up to put these pipes under the road again? So we've got to have a simple strategy. I'm not talking about a, a six-month study. I'm talking about a couple of weeks that we've just common sense. I dr- drove a dump truck when I got it out of the Navy back in 85 in, in, in Norfolk, Virginia. I've done drainage pipe. I've done all this. Not that I will be doing it. We'll have contractors. Maybe we'll have city employees doing it sometime. These things are not like trying to build a rocket. We're just talking about drainage. We're talking about road surfaces. It gets to be frustrating to see how the leadership in the city of Gadsden, the mayor and the council, have just flat out neglected the people of Gadsden. We do not need to reelect anybody in Gadsden. Dr. Tolls. I'm not picking on her too bad. But this council chose to make her president. Of all the council members there, she was probably the least qualified to be president of this council in my humble opinion, and yet she is. But she got there because the present council installed her by voting.
0: Well, uh, you mentioned something uh about the the utilities and the a lack of a lack of coordination. And I've seen this happen time and time again where uh, uh, the street is torn up to put some, some ground utilities, underground utilities in right after it was resurfaced. Yes, sir. Uh, that's or, that's or, what I'm speaking or, of. A yes, patching sir. here. with uh, There should be a way to coordinate utility implants underground and come back and resurface the streets. Absolutely. All, you know, yes. Th- a, simple plan, a simple plan. But there's idea. no plan. And this, this
1: is not rocket science. It's really not. Being a truck driver, I have traveled to every state. I flew to Hawaii. I have drove to Alaska twice. I, I, I've seen road work all over our country. It is not that difficult. First off, we're going to have an honest bidding process online that can be viewed publicly. We're going to get the lowest bidder to do every job. This council here, maybe not this year, but last year talked about something that they were doing in the city of Gadsden, and they purposely disclosed that we're not taking the lowest bidder. We like somebody else better, so they're going to get the job at whatever increased rate it was. We're going to get the best work done at the lowest price possible.
0: Well, maybe they did that, Michael, because they had this boondoggle over there at the East Gaston Community Center where they got the lowest bidder and you only got a slab poured for $3, 4000000 million.
1: That could be. You know. we, we want quality workmanship. <laughs> we, we, we've got good people. We've got good contractors. I know for a fact we've got people that would volunteer to help, especially on a weekend. We've got people that would contribute their, their services free. To help us.
0: Well, I, I, I just hope uh, the listening audience is, is, is dissecting what we're talking about. And most of us have experienced these closed roads and the disrespect for the citizenry. You're going to close my road off, and nobody notified me. I get up one morning trying to get out, can't get out, and I haven't received the first notification. These are the kinds of things that make citizens uh, disenchanted yes, with an administration. We're going to go to commercial break. And uh, I want you guys to stay with us. We'll be right back with Mr. Michael Shell, candidate for mayor of the village of Gadsden. Don't touch that.
2: Greetings, my name is Julissa Martin. Since April 2012, our family has continuously strived to provide compassionate and caring service to families during their time of need. As Gaston's only African American funeral home to have an on-site crematory, we've maintained offering cremation services to families at an affordable price of only $699. Did you know that Prestige Memorial Funeral Home is licensed by the Alabama Department of Insurance to sell pre-need funeral arrangements? No matter if you're looking to move an existing pre-need from another funeral home, looking to plan ahead, or just close to making arrangements for a loved one, give Prestige Memorial Funeral Home a call at 256-438-5506. Because it's not just another day in your lifetime, it's a lifetime you'll honor in a single day. Let us stand by you. Wig World, located 545 Broad Street, downtown Gaston, invites you to stop in and see their large selection of brand-name wigs, human and synthetic, all kinds of colors and styles. When those bad hair days occur, let Wig World be your solution. Say you heard it on WMGJ and received 10% off your total purchase. That's Wig World, 545 Broad Street, open Tuesday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., Two five six five four three one two four two.
3: If you want fall off the bone ribs, tasty wings, and hot fish, come to East Coast Ribs, Wings, and Fish. Yes, we're open, but due to COVID-19 or the coronavirus, we're not offering dine-in. Just drive through and call in only. We have ribs, rib tips, barbecue pork, pork chop sandwich, fresh fried fish, whole fried catfish, whole wings, and split wings of all flavors. And for our sides, we've got baked beans, potato salad, coleslaw, fried okra. We've also got barbecue nachos and regular nachos, barbecue fries, and cheese. Fries. And for dessert, we've got banana pudding and red velvet cupcakes. And don't forget your fresh squeeze lemonade, sweet or unsweet tea, and Coke products. We're located at 1440 East Broad Street in East Gaston. Call in or drive through. The number is 256-459-5388 or 256-459-5395. We are open, but drive through and call in only. East Coast, ribs, wings, and fish. The views and opinions expressed on WMGJ Broadcast Network are those of the hosts, guests and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other hosts or advertisers.
0: well my friends we have here in uh magic uh 1240s uh studio today we have mr Michael shell I see his signs everywhere they they look like the shell signs sure yes, uh, What's like that a gold and, 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 R- and red and red and yellow red and yellow, yeah, yes, red yes, and yellow. Or black next day. Uh, they, they are quite um you, you can't miss them uh, I appreciate that. I, will, well, I hope that's true for everybody. I yeah. hope they're seeing our message you, you, to make gas you, and grow again. Make gas and grow again. We have, to, uh, we have to look at that, and we have to kind of question uh, um, why gas and not growing. Why hasn't it grown? It's grown for some people. And when I say grown for some people, anytime you have a, a municipality where the higher tier of earners are doctors and lawyers, instead of industrialists we have a problem Yes, because doctors and lawyers, for the most part, don't create a whole bunch of jobs. They create money and wealth for themselves. And, that, and I'm not knocking lawyers and I'm not knocking doctors. No, no sir. We, we need, appreciate we everybody. Yes, sir. But, but the tier, the, the financial tier of an economy cannot be good when you have at the top tier doctors and lawyers instead of people who grow business and, and uh, employ hundreds if not thousands of people and keep them working in productive ways. That's where we are here in Gadsden right now, and and I don't know why. I guess because the um, the leaving of steel plant and Goodyear and and the collapse of the city budget because Goodyear left and and uh, they took the occupational tax with them. That's one of the things that. Uh, I see as a problem with the occupational tax. You can move it right up out of your budget when they move. Oh and you, yes. You, you gotta- and
1: we need to move that out of our city and let it be a thing of the past. That's number 1 on my 10 point plan. I didn't mean to interrupt you no, go on ahead, the roll there, but but, you, you know, but but that that just fired me up with the, the, the 2% employment tax. No thriving city in the world punishes work. I just want to mention my 10 point plan. We're not going to elaborate on these, go but ahead. but eliminate Gazin's yes 2% employment tax. Quit punish, punishing work. This tax basically robs people of a vacation every year, and it hurts the poor the most. We must eliminate this tax. How are we going to do that? And I'm not going to elaborate on every point, but I want to elaborate on this one for just a minute. If every business is doing better, if a business right now is doing half a million a year, we want them doing a millionaire. If they're doing a million in business, we want them doing two million. When this occurs, we're collecting more sales taxes organically, honestly, We're not going to punish work locally. That's all I'm going to say on that. My 10-point plan. Term limits. Two terms is enough for any elected office. Growth-minded council members. Build a 25,000 entertainment venue outdoors. Outdoors, kind of like what a Trump rally has been in Coleman. We've had one closest to us. Uh, Coleman just recently had rock the south or something yeah, something like yeah. that uh, create a regional airport with dedicated routes we've had flights connecting before we must have connecting flights again streamline the building process i know you like building we're going to come back to this one entice businesses to to locate to gadsden and expand job opportunities we can't entice them right now when when anybody Understands the 2% employment tax as a business owner. Why, as a business owner, would they come here and have to surrender 2% of their check personally to the city for relocating their business here? It's just that simple. Simplify the city sign ordinance. We want to review every city ordinance in Gadsden and ask the simple questions Does it help the people of Gadsden? Does it make Gadsden grow again? Does it need to be amended or rescinded? Every ordinance in Gadsden is going to be looked at carefully and crafted in a language that a fifth grader could understand, not in legal language that you've got to go to an attorney to figure out what the city ordinance means. Um, Number nine, sell city-owned properties by auction. Gadsden has bought up so many properties, we're going to get rid of these properties uh, by public auction. People have had to compete with the city of Gadsden to do business. That changes with Michael Shellmayer. Promote Gadsden. My phone number is 256-Gadsden, 256, the letters Gadsden. We're going to use that number to promote Gadsden around the country and around the world because together we can make Gadsden grow again.
0: Well, Mike, let's let, let's talk about the new... Big thing coming, and that's the uh seven fifty nine connection to extension uh, two thirty what is it four thirty one yes. and two seventy eight yes sir uh how how do we grow against and uh which is not growing with Making it possible for people to drive by. To detour I, our... <laughs> well,
1: it's going to help our traffic problem. I mean, being a truck yeah. driver, I understand this. People, the exits, we're going to have to have increased billboards and signage to promote certain things. So so that's part of it, but it really is going to help traffic because then the people that are on our downtown streets, um, 411, uh, 431, Omega, wherever like that, they're there intentionally because they want to be there to shop and do business. They're not just there to to go through because these state highways have been our the major major arteries east and west, north and south all these years. 759 will really help. And we need to go ahead and be planning for a further expansion of this. We do not need Chicken Plant Highway is a perfect example, commonly known chicken plant highway. It's college parkway. This four-lane roadway was supposed to connect to the college back in the late 70s. And it's never been finished in all these years. It drives off into the woods. And I have had some people mention that it was never intended to really connect. All they planned on doing was what they did. They just sold it that way to connect. We want honesty in our roadways. We, we want roadways that flow, red lights that are timed. Brian, that's a big deal for him. That once once you stop at one red light, the traffic flows for the next ten lights. You don't have to stop at every light to get through that's simple things. And Brian is sitting here beside me. I just want to mention the new mayor of Gadsden is his Facebook page. It is Brian's Facebook page. He is an avid supporter. He's helped me much during my campaign, but he is just a supporter like any of the thousands of you are. Brian posts some things that mm, are California-like. How about that? (laughs) So, you know, the new mayor of Gadsden on Facebook, you can look at the page and enjoy that. But we need people participating in our government voting. The last three elections, we've only had about 7,000 people vote. We talked about this earlier. You're, you're thinking that maybe we're going to have an increased turnout this year. Hopefully. I pray you're
0: right. Hopefully.
1: I pray you're right.
0: It'll either be more or less. Well, I like yeah. the more part, but I,
1: you did say that earlier. It's yeah, going to be more because, or less. Yes,
0: because sir. we have uh, the, the this uh, election's Like the last one, the last one we had an African-American woman in who ginned up a little excitement running against a um, incumbent mayor and put him in debt running. Carolyn Parker. Carolyn Parker, so she ran a tremendous campaign. Uh, This one, we have another woman running. So, uh, and, and one candidate who is trolling her and, and, and demeaning her, but, you know, uh, some men just don't grow up. and We have uh, uh, an opportunity to be better than, than that. And, and, and you, can't, you can't just dismiss a woman's leadership. Uh, leadership does not have a sex. It, it has uh, principles. It has... Uh, character, it has intellect, it has all of that. You don't have to put a sex on it. It doesn't sure. have to have any. i go along with that. And so, uh, we have got to come to terms with the value of people and what they, you know, I, I've heard folks say, well, a truck driver... Well, I mean, if a truck driver can do the job and a truck driver, and, and you sound as intellectual as anybody else I've talked to uh, uh, running, and more than some, You're uh, very kind, um, Mr. we have got to take the leadership and build it and caress it and massage it where it comes from. Now, when we start to talking about communities, we we, we are a place, uh, I had a text, Want to know, how do you feel about advisory boards, citizens' advisory boards of the police department?
1: Oh, my. You ask me, and I'm not good at lying. I, I personally, and, and once I'm there, we'll evaluate this on a closer. Everything is going to have to be evaluated differently. and but We're going to need an audit of our budget to know what our finances really are. I don't trust anything these people tell us, budget-wise or anything else. I do not trust the mayor or this council, so let's just put that up front. Boards, personally, I think we should eliminate practically every board and have a manager system. A manager can manage. A board sits and contemplates everything and have board meetings. Board, we don't need any more board meetings. We we need to accelerate our growth and make Gadsden grow again. We're not going to grow Gadsden having a board every time we turn around, telling us something we can't do. We need to go forward with practical, common sense strategies that can make Gadsden grow again. Fixing our infrastructure like we've done talked about. We're not going to go through that. Building houses. I, I wanted to mention that. Building takes care of a lot of our problems. Instead of tearing Gadsden down, we need to build Gadsden up. Building houses on 50-foot lots, yet the, the city council, in their wisdom, said you cannot build a house on a 50-foot lot. Now, for y'all purists out there, yes, you can go in front of the council and get an exemption. It'll take you hundreds of dollars, maybe thousands. It'll take you much time to go get an approval to do that. There's not going to be an approval needed. If there's a 50-foot lot and you want to build on it with Michael Shell Mayor, we not only want you to, we're going to encourage you to because that helps make Gadsden grow again. Well, uh, the jail situation.
0: Uh, I don't uh, like uh, being in jail.
1: <laughs> I don't either.
0: <laughs> one, one, one of the things that... Um, it, 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 that, that you hear the, 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 uh, candidates talking about cooperating with other municipalities and making sure uh, we have this interlink between the nexus between other municipalities. That's not what the issue is. The issue is, you is stop arguing and, 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 and being uh, obstinate with other municipalities and, and the county and all of those folks. Have You can have contract negotiations without bringing a gun to the negotiation? Yes, sir, I like that. We have got to get more friendly, particularly with business people. People don't want to relocate in a place where they have the, where where you are anti-business from day one, and that's what's happening with this. And people sit on the council who have no idea of what business is. None of them. Most of them have never written a paycheck or from a payroll, and so that makes a difference to me. When you when you understand how business operates, then you might understand how to help business operate better. So uh, what, what, how do we send out the message that guests and it's a beautiful place to live, that uh, we got some starter homes here, you don't have to live down on the river and in Southside and up on the mountain, and, and nothing wrong with living there, but everybody can't afford to live in those places, and everybody don't want to. So we're, right. when are we going to start some starter homes here that are quality homes and that are not uh, habitat homes for young couples to, to, to start that starter home and build up and then end up down on the river or whatever, how do we do that? How all of these empty lots and, and houses torn down and then some left standing, falling in for a year or two? How do you get a grip on that? Oh,
1: Mr. Zachary, I think you could be my communications director. You're, you're <laughs> sharing my message to a T. Let's talk about the houses that's been tore down. I think we did this last last time we were here, but just briefly, if all the houses Gadsden has tore down on a 50-foot lot, now you cannot build a house on a 50-foot lot. With Michael Shell Mayor, not only can you, we, we want to encourage that. We want to encourage home building so we can make Gazden grow again. Here's the, here's the simple thing, instead of tearing properties down we're going to take the property, nobody's claiming ownership to this house. It's vacant, it's sitting there, it's an eyesore. We're going to take the property over by a power the government has called eminent domain. Clean up the title, clean up the property, spend half a day, maybe a day cleaning it up. When I say a rough cleanup, mow the grass, basic. Put the property up for auction. Granted, we might have 10 properties for auction at any given time when we start doing this because there's plenty of properties that are vacant that nobody even claims ownership to. But these properties are put up for a public auction. If it sells for $1,000, $10,000, the person has a clear title to it. They can improve the home. They've got 12 months to rehab the property, specifically the outside of the property. If that doesn't happen in 12 months, there's going to be a clause in the contract. It reverts back to the city, and we're going to auction it to somebody that does want to fix this up. So that way, together, we can make gas and grow again. Housing is a big deal. You, you understand. We, we've got construction experience, and, and building is so many jobs. I mean, we could list a dozen jobs. Let's start with a roof. Then the framing, the insulation, the painting, the sheetrock, the electrical, the plumbing, the groundwork, the block work, concrete work, all the decoration after the house is com- completed because girls love decorating with all the fancy different colors and all the stuff. So, not picking on girls. We appreciate you. We love that. But all I'm saying is when we're building Gadsden up, we're building you, the citizen, you, the individual property owner not the city of Gadsden. We do not need any more employees in Gadsden for a little while. As best my research shows, when I was born in 61, Gadsden had about 4,000 city employees not 400, about 400 city employees in 61. Today with a diminished population of 20,000 less people, we've got 650 employees. Only a government could work that way. No business could. If, you, if you've lost business, if your your business is cut in half, you've got to lay people off because you can't support that amount of workers. But nonetheless, we've grown the employees and not grown our citizens.
0: Let me, uh, in the last few minutes here, talk about uh, public safety. How do you get um, How do you get young people interested in becoming a part of the local constabulary like the police department. How you do that? Uh uh That's and particularly uh young males that look like me.
1: And you're a good looking guy. I put a legal in there, no guy impresses me, so I've always learned to do that nowadays. Uh, but you're okay. a good looking individual, thank you. Thank Mr. Zachary. And you're genuinely good. That's why people listen to your radio station, because they know you're honest. And I'm happy to be here with you. And I've tried to express everything the same way. We need community help with a neighborhood watch. We need an organized, loosely organized neighborhood watch for the communities, every community, volunteers. We need to have eyes and ears on the ground. I mean, you know, granted, I hate to, you know, compare this to a a military exercise in a a foreign country. But really, that's what the Neighborhood Watch does. You're not going to have to deal with things personally, but you're going to have a, a radio that you can contact somebody at the police station and say, there's a problem. We need some help right here. We just need some basic eyes and ears on the ground to help us.
0: Now... When we start to looking at public safety, the police is just one part of it, and I'm glad you mentioned neighborhood watch. What about the uh, uh, smaller communities are uh, moving more and more to cameras? And 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 uh, in fact, I just got a speeding ticket <laughs> in the mail. I didn't even realize the camera had caught me, but I got the ticket in the mail. There was no police officer out there that. Um, that flagged me down or chase me down. Oh, anything. I don't like this. But I I did get a ticket and um, I sent the money in and that was the end of it. But if you go through and you look at a lot of municipalities, you see camera you see those little blue lights up in people those are cameras everywhere. You know, so how do you feel about um Uh, dispelling the notion of privacy, even in your car. You you know, some of the stuff they say they have to throw it away because it's just too adult. Oh my goodness. As, As a
1: truck driver, Mr. Zachary, I have driven over 3 million miles. I have seen these red light cameras. I don't recall ever getting any type of ticket from a from speeding or or running a stop sign or going through a red light. You know, the trailer's 53 feet feet long, so I could be green in the red light. And by the time it turns to red, my trailer could still be in the intersection. So that would be a violation. We don't want red. In fact, with Michael Shell Mayor, we will not have red light cameras, stop sign cameras in Gadsden. However, I'm starting to sound like a politician. However, what if we had some webcams that you could view different parts of the city publicly, not not just for the internal government, but public that you could view, you know, the river, the different intersections. I think we need a minimum of five or ten webcams that anybody could look at at any given time to assess, you know, what the traffic is like at a certain location. Uh, not anything that is not public. We, we don't want this just being for the police or the government, is going to be open to the public that anybody could log on the website and look at these webcams. No red light cameras. Zero.
0: Okay. One other question I had text. Do you, as mayor, plan to annex other municipalities? If they want to join us, we'll take them. If they
1: decide their city would be better served to join Gadsden, we'll consider that. Do I have a a program to do that? Is that my outreach? No. I want to make Gadsden grow again from the inside out, not trying to confiscate other people's properties. Every city municipality around here is struggling to some level. If it wasn't for the other counties surrounding us, Gadsden would be a ghost town. We've got to make Gadsden grow. I I know I I can quit saying this. Maybe in a few more days, you know, we get elected. But. I'm not, because we've got to grow. We are in bad shape. 20,000 people. There's cities that don't have 20,000 people. There is a city in Oklahoma that's got 9,000 people, 75 miles west of Oklahoma City, and they have a water zoo. Look, on your phone right now, you're on your computer, water-zoo.com. We need a water zoo in Gadsden. It's an indoor water park that's open year-round. Can you imagine when when it's freezing cold in December and we can still go swimming? When it's hot like it is today, we could still go swimming. We need something for people to do. The concerts and events with our event center. I love swimming. We need a water zoo. Water-zoo got time. Look, look that. Water-zoo.com. And I want to thank Mr. Zachary for allowing me to be on Magic AM twelve forty. It's been a pleasure to be with you today, and you're so kind of a host. I mean, you're, you are one of a kind because you really care about Gadsden. You're, you're a good communicator, but you have a heart for the people of Gadsden, and I recognize that, and, and I really appreciate it.
0: Well, uh, Michael, you want to tell the people to do something very special on the 23rd?
1: Vote. Get out and vote. Historically, the last two or three mayor elections, about 7,000 people have turned out to vote plus or minus, but about 7,000 people. Mr. Zachary and I had talked off air just a little bit. We're, we're uncertain. Maybe it'll be less, maybe it'll be more. My goal is we have 10,000 people. 10,000 out of 35,000 people is a not a lot to show up for an election. We need everybody to get out and vote. This will be an historic election because we're going to have a new mayor that's going to change the direction of the city. Or maybe we won't. Maybe we'll keep going the same direction we've been going in. With Michael Shell, mayor, we're going to change directions and we are going to make Gazden yes grow again. Vote for Shell, 23rd of August.
0: Well, we've had here with us for the last hour Mr. Michael Shell, candidate for the mayor's position here in Gaston. This has been a paid political conversation. Thank you, Mr. Shell. And we. Look forward to the 23rd. We we are just uh, in great anticipation of the 23rd. Now, my people, remember, when you're at the party and the music begins to play, get on up and dance. This is Fred Zachary. You've been listening to Introspection.